Cameron, hello. How are you today? I'm grand, then. How are you? Good. I'm very well. You're uh, you're in the office there. I am indeed. Indeed, this is my wee cave. I come down to Monday to Friday. Uh huh. What time did you start at? Uh, it's about quarter past eight today. I think I got into the office. Left home about seven. I think for the hike down to the office this morning. Did you walk? Did I, did you? I got my got my waterproof on and my head top on. Oh, yeah, well needed. How long did it take you to walk there? Uh, it takes me about 45 minutes. I think it should be about 30, 35 minutes. But, um, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and out of interest, that, that must get your steps up quite a bit. What's, what would you say average steps you do just now? Uh, about 10,000, 11,000. Okay. With, that two, with the two 45-minute walks? Aye, because I, I generally don't move much Aye. other than that. Um, I was going to say. The, <laughs> the, uh, the kitchen in the office is literally right next door there. Uh, so I walk down here in the morning, walk home at night, and that's about it. That's, a, that's, a, that's the day done. <laughs> <laughs> that's the steps for the day, aye. It was different when the pub was open. That was, yeah. That's another thousand... Mistakes. Yeah, a thousand each problem. way. Aye. Cool. So, um, do you just want to go and give anyone who doesn't know already a little bit of background in terms of you, who you are, what you do, um, where you come from, and anything else that you want to, to share? Hi, sure. Um, so, I, Cameron, Cameron Anton, um, live in Isla Mull. Uh, currently working for the Scottish Government. I've been working for the Scottish Government for uh, nearly two years now, I think. Um, before that, I was working for a, a housing charity called Rural Housing Scotland. I was their island's member of staff, so I used to travel all over from Shetland to uh, Arran and Cymru, which was great crack getting out about. Um, but not so much now. Uh, I've been in Mull for 11 years, I think. It's just over 11 years. I moved to Mull from Edinburgh uh, April 2010 to come and work at the pub here in Thinnerfoot. Um, and since then, I've worked at the pub for, worked there for about two and a half years. Worked at fishing for a couple of years. Worked for Historic Scotland for a couple of years. And the housing job and then this job. So I think one like two year cycles. I don't know if that means I'm due something new next year. I'm not sure. <laughs> and how, how did you find the move to Mull from Edinburgh? Uh, quite different. Uh, um, certainly down this end. I've been to Mull once before, um, but just up to the other end for the music festival. So yeah. I've never been down, down here. I remember. When I was around, my, my parents loved me actually, which um, a lot of folk then thought I wasn't going to last because mum and dad dropped me off and I arrived, I had a long hair, uh, I, I was a bit of a mess, I'd been out the night before the film and I just remember lying down in the back of my parents' car all the way down here and just thinking, <laughs> where, where am I going? Like, where when am I going to get to Finnafer? And then eventually got here and and I, I, it was a big difference, but 
Það finnst greið ekki að fall, fast sannar ekki að lust. Það finnst þetta bæn, bara það hóð sama. Já. Það er gud, bara það bæn bálins, bara það perfect. And uh, that's obviously, yeah, if you, if you don't know Cameron, like, um, or sorry, if you don't know Mull, then Tobamori, Balamori is the north end and Cameron's down, down the south end, aren't you? Um, perfect. So in terms of where you were before you sort of came into the program, where, where were you? How would you describe that position? And, and ultimately, like, what, what did life look like? Uh, so I would say I had a different idea. I thought I was quite active and quite healthy and stuff, but I definitely wasn't. Um, still played rugby because I've been playing rugby now well, for a few years, four years or so maybe. Um, but I, I generally. No, probably a bit, a bit chaotic. Like I'd maybe come across as quite relaxed, easy to go with the flow, but it's mainly because uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like for anything, not not like just in fitness, but generally just so unprepared for stuff, and and generally just a bit like that. And and I don't know, um, never really seemed to stick at stuff. It was always, I don't know, again not. Like on the fitness side of things, just anything that I did, I would always go so far and then think I asked her, there'd be a reason why I couldn't do that. So I, I wouldn't say I was feeling like I need a massive life change or anything, like that's why I joined the program, but it was just generally a bit like, well, I don't know, maybe it was a bit of that, eh, I'm 30 now, eh, possibly need to start a bit more looking after myself and, and that's anything. Okay, so I like it, it wasn't that much going to trade for it. It was definitely a wee bit of like maybe maybe it's time to try the whole adult thing myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hit the hit the thirty and thought of I'd better I'd, I'd better do something here. Yeah. And so just in terms of like never being in never sort of sticking to things. Tell me a little bit more about that. Eh uh, well like I guess on the fitness side of it, we'd always think, oh, start running, hate running, so, so that was never a good spot. But I do it for so long, I'd probably get a wee bit into it, a bit competitive with myself. But then, I don't know, either I'd hurt my knee as I normally do every so often, and then that'd be it. Like, ah, oh, well, I not And then things like play the pipe, and I'll, I'll go through spells where it's like, Great, I loads of time, play the pipes every day, practice loads and enjoy it, really enjoy it. And then again, something had come up, either I'd go back in Edinburgh for a week or two, and then that'd be it, come back again, and it's, ah, can't be bothered with that. So it's always that sort of, that sort of thing, anything, anything that I did, that I could, and it was different lengths of time, depending on what, it's not always. Sometimes it can be for ages that I stick to something, but then there's always there always would be some little thing that, that throws me off track, and then that's basically abandoned. Think after I was. Why do you think that was? 
find something else to do or maybe don't really I guess maybe never really having a, a reason to do like anything I ever turn my hand to generally is off the cuff like, ah, let's, nah. never really think it's true like why am I wanting to do that or, or yeah. what's my ambition like what's my goal here don't, yeah not really one or wasn't previously one for like setting targets or anything so so it's not like i was trying to do anything with it it was just something to do yeah okay that makes sense and i know that um as for like knowing why you were doing it that's something that i know we had a sort of discussion about uh what a month or two ago and um, just in terms of like that was something that you were struggling with and and you weren't really sure where you were going what you were doing or what you were now sort of aiming towards which is something that we can go into in a minute but yeah, and just out of out of um just just so the the people watching this and listening to this back know when was it that you came into the program uh, about march 11th uh, <laughs> uh, what was that last year I think it was. yeah so yeah march, march this very precise <laughs> march 11th 2020 what time was yeah. it? <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you, the first, first exercise, first sessions was, I was in Aberdeenmore um, on a work trip and it was the very last work trip I did before lockdown because it, it basically the week after that was, it was oh, yeah. shut down. So, yeah. So yeah, first, first sessions were in a really weird gym in, in the hotel in Aberdeenmore. I'm pretty sure it had carpets. Which I found really, really odd. Like, um, not, not very pleasant, and I would have been extremely hungover as well. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you you didn't spew on them. <laughs> no, no, I was alright. Okay, cool. So at that point, like, what what were, what were some of the main things that you were sort of struggling with? Um, I guess knowing a bit more of what to do to actually make a difference in the gym. Like, I'd go for that, I'd occasionally go to the gym and I've got a wee gym straight through that wall here actually. But, yeah. Go and, I don't know, do some exercises that I think you're supposed to do and it was all just a bit. I could tell, like, it's not really doing much. So struggling with, like, knowing how to, I guess, put stuff together, how to, what I should be doing in the gym. Like, I knew how to lift weights, but how to do a a session properly, that side of things. Um, it's understanding a bit more about uh, about what to eat, uh, how to look at myself. Well, not just like um, don't eat bad food uh, is the sort of like one, but like, not not just for that, but knowing like what's required to help me recover that side. So it was, it was all that kind of thing. Like I knew I wanted to get fit. I knew roughly what you need to do. You need to eat well. You need to go to the gym. Yeah. It's, it was like, well, well, what does that actually, what do I need to do specifically to sort of get on the right track? Yeah, cool. And at that moment in time, did you think that was something that you'd be able to do? Did you do well in terms of goals? What what were your goals at that moment in time? Uh, 
don't know. Probably um, initially, I guess, would have been quite short-sighted. It's like, what, uh, lose a bit of weight, um, definitely carrying a few year pounds on the go there and um, shift that. Um, yeah, I think that would probably be like, I don't know, like it's totally, I would say it's totally different. My whole view and thing now is definitely like, maybe you will ask, I don't know, like what's my sort of um, goals now, but at the time, yeah, it's very black and white, like getting fit means I need to lose weight. That's what I need to do. That's what I need to get into this. Mm-hmm. And so it was mostly about purely the physical side, like getting into decent shape, being a bit... Oh, aye. It's like, um, aye, any of the sort of more mental well-being side or, or personal development or whatever that, no, no, nah, didn't come into it at all. But then physical, like, that was it. And, cool. and that would be the answer to everything. Yeah. Get physically fit. So yeah. Lose weight, physical fit. Yeah. 100% and it's it's funny even like looking at you now and the the sort of the the changes have been absolutely like second to none like you can see physically from from where you first were to to now like you can see the difference which is which is absolutely crazy and we're going to go obviously into that um, in a little minute but yeah in terms of goals it's funny now looking back just thinking that you were coming in just to lose a little bit of weight and like you can see now how how much of an impact it's allowed you to have not just physically but but sort of in all areas of life to be honest um so what yeah that's what i meant to ask so did you think that you would be able to stick to it at that point no 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 i thought uh, a couple of months maybe i think yeah i probably thought yeah let's let's lose a bit of that well, it wasn't even Christmas weight at that time in March. Can't really call it. Yeah, you can't uh, even lose weight at that point. <laughs> at that point. Um, but I basically let's let's this for a couple of months, get in shape, job done, go back to doing whatever I want. Really. Did Did you almost see it more as a quick fix at that point in time? Why? Hundred percent. Like there was no long like. Again, like said about the sort of mental side of things and personal side of things, that never a long term plan for this. Then you come into it. It was like a uh, two months, three months max, maybe, and then be happy. I think that, and that like, happy with the progress I've made, and that's great. Yeah. Cool. So at that point, what, what impact would you say it was having on you, sort of physically, personally, and professionally? So in terms of the physical side, obviously you, you've mentioned like body fat, you wanted to be able to lose that. Like what sort of impact was it having on you there? Uh, so what impact joining the program was having on me physically? Well, well so when, when you came in, like mm-hmm. how did you feel physically? What, what issues and what problems were you seeing arise sort of personally and professionally as well? Uh, so physically... Uh, I guess I just felt. So I look back at the pictures now and I think, oh, hi, hi. Maybe you didn't need to go to that gym right now. <laughs> um, but, but I don't remember really feeling that. It was more just, I don't quite know how to describe it, because I just feeling I wasn't 
I just wasn't fit. Like, it, it wasn't like a, I want to be strong. And, and it's never been, wasn't then and it still isn't now, it's never been a thing about, oh, I want to look great on the beach or anything. I want to wear muscle. That doesn't interest But it was just that general, I don't really feel fit. I guess it's a good example in thinking about it in sort of rugby context. Right? Although I was I was a bigger guy in the team, I wasn't huge, but I was a bigger guy in the team. I never felt like with that came any big performance or, or strength or anything. So I was like, well, there's clearly something not right here. Right? If, if I'm a big guy, I should be able to put my weight about in it. So there's things like that tiring as the game goes on. So physically, it was more just that. It was just feeling like I'm not where I am in my head or where I feel like I should be in my head. Um, I guess professionally, at the time, there was no connection there whatsoever. None whatsoever between physical um, health and how I might work better at my job or my personal life or anything. No, no connection. Or didn't didn't understand that at all. So I again that make it seem like I'm repeating myself. Like it, it just I couldn't even tell you at that time what the sort of impacts that I could went to later. I guess I, I could tell you now, like how I see that changes happen. But coming into it, even for the first. I would say probably for the first like six months to almost a year, I was still struggling to see how everything really joins up um, and that it's still not just about the physical type of stuff. Yeah, I love, love that. And I think like when, when you come in, it's almost like you've almost got that sort of tunnel vision in terms of like, I want to lose weight, I want to get fit, I want to, whatever it may be. And it is hard to almost sort of connect the dots. And then when you start sort of expanding that level of thinking allows you to see like, well, like if I can look after myself physically, it's going to allow me to not only be the best that I can be in terms of like having a good body and, and looking good and whatever else, but also it's going to have like such a knock-on effect to obviously your personal life in terms of relationships and then being able to excel and, and push yourself professionally as well. So absolutely love that. In terms of now, like what, what do you, where do you feel you are now? So just, just moving forward to sort of like fast forward to, to this moment in time, like what what do you feel has changed, and and how would you describe yourself right now? Uh, it's really difficult. Uh, I've I've not used to this sort of thing. I'm not going to lie, uh, talking like this, so uh, that's quite quite a challenge in itself. But um, I know. I guess. I guess now. A lot of it is based, I suppose, a lot of how I feel now is based on the fact that I have been doing it, have been doing this for so long, and I can see that when I put my mind to something and I really stick to something and I can buy into something, progress that I've made physically, I can now see that that's been the work that I've put in. So, like you're saying there about you then expand that from that tunnel vision and physicality, it's like, well, if I can do that in my body, what, what can I do else? But now, Again, at work now, certainly over the last, say over the last two or three weeks, I've felt it's really noticeable that uh, at work, I'm a lot more, you know, a lot more present at work. I'm doing more, I think, I'm doing more high quality stuff because I'm feeling better. I'm not coming in really tired or 
really, really grumpy. Like, I still am grumpy sometimes. Like, um, but that side of it, whereas, and it's not even just because I've not been drinking as much, that's obviously a huge part, and that's part of this stuff as well. I don't drink as much. Just that general malaise, that sort of you're feeling rubbish physically, and then you come to work and it would be the smallest things before an annoying email would just like ruin the day. And then in my discussion with anybody else at work, but then I'm really negative, and it generally just drags through. So I still have that initial absolute rage at stuff. Um, there's no getting out of that. But I try really hard now to sort of accept that. Look, that's happened. It's a pain in the arse. I, I want to go and find them and throttle them. But I can't. So, right, let's park that out. Let's, let's move on. What can I do? And, and again, that comes back to, to all the work I get. It's like, what can I do? And let's think it through. Let's, let's do something there. So, so I think in, in, it's applying the same approach to workouts and, and the training program and everything to, to what I work and yeah, it's making a future planning, being more plan is um, a huge, huge part of all yeah. Um we'll go through we'll go into that in a second. But so so earlier you mentioned um the physical progress obviously leading into personal and professional. So what are some of the sort of the, the key things that do you feel have allowed you to do that? Um, one of them, I guess, is uh, is generally just I, I think I kind of touched on there is is just that looking after myself physically is is making me feel better, and um, so I, I just generally have a bit more of a uh, I don't know more positive, uh, even if I don't express it very well or I don't sound um like. <laughs> I have a, a bit more of a positive attitude to things. So and straight away, I'm starting off in a better place for my work. Um, every day, like, everything that happens, I'm already in a better starting position. Whereas before, be unhappy that, so be unhappy that I'm, I'm not at the gym, that I'm feeling a bit shit. And this is rubbish. I hate it here, there's nothing to do here. Uh, like I'm tired, I'm sore, and that then it's just a, an absolute negative spiral, and, and everything is Um Whereas because that physical side is getting taken care of, I still still bugger my knees every couple of months or so. At rugby, there's always another knee injury which puts me down a wee bit. But in general, it's not even having those wee niggles that can get you down as you have sore shoulders, sore back, which is again, you'll get knocks and things. You don't have that sort of just ongoing undercurrent of not being happy with my body. So that's all taken care of, which means I can now focus on what do I need to do at work better or to make my work enjoyable. What do I need to do when I'm at home to make my time off a bit more enjoyable. It's almost like all of that huge work that we've put in on the physical thing 
kind of takes care of itself now and that frees up my focus to be on all the other stuff that maybe does need a, a bit more work. Obviously the physical stuff does need but it always does need to talk about it, but it's in a much better place. Yeah. And that's that's all, always what I talk about in terms of like the push and the pull. So like when you first came in, it was very much pushing the the physical side, and obviously then finding that balance between like the personal life and the professional life. And obviously you can't push everything at once. So it's now just understanding that that at times sometimes you're going to be able to push the physical. And obviously you've managed to do that. We've got that to a good place, and that means that that's a solid place. You've got the foundation set. You've got like a good structure, and then. We can then focus on right. Well, how can you know wh- where do you want to focus now? Is it now the the personal side? Is it now the professional side? And that, and that sort of physical side, that body side, gives you that sort of platform to be able to excel in in those other sort of areas of life, which is which is absolute class. And I know something that that we've been talking about recently is like you you plan in your days, and um, which you might come into in a minute, but also like doing things that you enjoy. In fact, we'll leave, we'll leave that. So we're just going to go through. What, I, what I'd like to go through is basically your, your top tips. So whether it's one to three things in each of physical, personal, um, professional, and then sort of brain and balance side that you have found beneficial and what, and what tips you would basically give someone. So um, what would you say your sort of one to three top tips would be to someone on the, the physical side of things? Um, first one, I guess, is just doing something. You just get something done. Um, even if it's a, a rubbish workout, it's still better than that. I happily admit I'm hellish of talking myself out of going to the gym. And every time I do, I do feel terrible. I just feel rubbish and beat myself up about it for thinking, why didn't I? Why didn't I bother putting? Then you're always failed. So I guess that—that's a big one. But when you're feeling rubbish, just do something, and um, it's probably the biggest one of all. Actually, right? there's other uh, other tips. Like, I guess if you're at the point where you're in a period where you are um, watching your calories as well, is um, really really watch them. I don't mean like cut them down. I mean like really really pay attention. To, to what you're eating um, because a little bit can change and you, you can definitely make yourself blind to uh, that's another another thing I am quite bad on but I guess the other side of that is you're not really paying attention to it can kind of slow you because on the one hand you're trying to tell yourself I am tracking my calories but I'm just I'm not seeing any progress and then that makes you think, well, calorie counting doesn't doesn't work. I obviously need to do more at the gym, and you're chasing the gym more. And I go back to, but you're lying to yourself. I'm having that because I do it. And, and every now and then, and you've pulled me up for it before as well. You can tell you're like, I, I think I've been tracking. I roughly know what I'm doing. And it might even so. I guess the other thing is, you know, if you have a rough idea of what you're eating. Maybe every few weeks or so, just have a week where you're really, really paying attention and counting. Um, because it, it, it's huge. So, I don't know, that's probably, being physically is, is the key thing. Is, is do something without a doubt. And yeah, uh, I guess it, it's fine if you do. Uh, I do. Uh, 
Um, but knowing that you is, is more important than trying to lie to yourself. Like, there's obviously something else that's wrong. It's not not a calorie. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think, I think so. Yeah, even that that first one and getting something done. That's like that's absolutely huge in terms of like because it's 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 so easy just to be like oh just I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just I'll just put it off a little bit. But that only makes you feel worse. And the sooner you like take action and do something, the better you feel. You see a little bit of progress, or you feel a little bit of progress, or you feel a little bit better, and therefore like you're then inclined to to take more action. But it all starts with just doing something, however small. So whether that's just getting out for a walk, tracking your calories, getting that workout done, whatever it might be. Um, and then, yeah, 100% in terms of like um, paying attention to what you're eating. Like I, I know myself, it's so easy just to be like, oh, just, I just won't track this. And then all of a sudden you, you completely forget you've had it. And you're like, well, this isn't, this isn't working. Whereas it's just that, yeah, you're, you're, not tracking things, you're missing things, and I know it's exactly the same. Like I've been at, I've been at that place as well. Um, so, what about professionally? What, what would you say? Uh, biggest tip, and it's one that I do struggle with massively, um, is respecting your own time, your energy. I guess um, I, I'm shockingly bad at it. Forever. Not even just agreeing to help people, but almost going out of my way to offer to pick up stuff. I'm really, really bad at it. And then I sit here stressing because I'm unbelievably busy. So that's the sort of thing. And again, over the last last two or three weeks, and I think we will, and that is important. Thing is, when you start, being clear with it, find that you can pick up more stuff. I mean, I guess the, the big tip is really, really understand what's what's really important for that day. What has to be done that day, uh, and anything else, it, it's never as as uh, as important as you think initially. So get what needs to be done, and then pick up other stuff. And to be honest, other folk are in exactly position like they're just as busy as well so don't worry about that <laughs> i feel like a, like a bit of a, a fraud saying this because it is something that i massively massively struggle with as managing it time. but by doing that yeah yeah my level of work of what so what i do then produce is of a much higher standard than trying to do a million things um all at once and doing one of them very well. And the other thing is, uh, well, I keep trying to, I think I probably agree, it as I know every single one, is this is just Monday. You've got a whole week. So as well, try not to focus on trying to get everything done on the Monday. Because well, you can't. And actually, but in Monday, Sundays, I even, then all of a Sunday, I'd be just, and the horrors, just like, oh, Monday's going to be hell. And building myself up, Monday being just center of a day. It is quite center of a day. But again, it's that, I guess for me, it's just acknowledging the difficulties, acknowledging the challenges, saying, okay, yeah, that, that is a nightmare. I've got to do that tomorrow. But just writing that down, and not then, stressing about it and 
I don't do that, that's going to happen, that happens, that happens. And he starts thinking about basically how I'm going to get sacked for not responding to, <laughs> to one email on a Monday. And I'm going to say that. But then, so it's, yeah, just really, really understanding what's important to you and, and understanding that it's about your time and the quality of your work rather than just pumping out stuff and responding to everybody because they've asked you. But like I say, it's easier yep. said than it is, it is always easier said than done. And just touching on the sort of energy time and things and like prote- protecting your energy, how, how, do you, how do you do that? How, what have you found works for you? Uh, so what I've, what I've found recently really, really helped is that um, really, really taking time right at the start of the day. So I come down to the office, have a cup of coffee, look at what, there, look at what meetings are on, and then really, really take 10 15 minutes to think about what do I need to do to walk and wait for tomorrow. And then, once I've done what needs to be done, I can hack on other stuff. But then, once it gets five o'clock or whenever I've finished that day, as long as I've done my must do's for that, the real crucial stuff, then I think, well, I can finish the and it. I can give myself the reason for finishing because if I don't do that, and there's still some days where I don't, despite the fact that what works for me, and some days I think, ah, I'll be fine, I won't do that, I'll be all right. Uh, and then I get to the end of the day and I'm thinking, nah, I better just work longer. And those are the days that I end up working six, seven, eight o'clock at night for no reason, actually. The next day, I think, the point in that, yeah, I guess it's. Taking a bit of time to save time. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And I think, like, I know we, we've discussed it before, but, like, thinking about, right, well, what does a successful day look like? What does a successful week look like? What are the sort of big tasks that you need to be able to get done? And then thinking about, like, right, well, what are, what are the, the 20% of things that I can focus on that are going to give me sort of 80% <laughs> of the results and just doubling down on those things and not getting caught up in the, the, the sort of smaller things. So, yeah, could not agree more. And um, finally, just in terms of uh, sort of the personal side, and we'll actually do it, so we'll do personal then and then brain and balance, just that a little bit more split up. But in the personal side, what, what, what would you say in that? I'd probably say I'm not the person to advise on that. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite a, a quiet, reserved person anyway, so even at home, I'm pretty much just, uh, I'm, so, happy, I'm happy just not really saying much, so, uh, so it's quite hard for me to say how uh, I think, personally, I'm doing that. Like, uh, I speak I speak to the people that I need to speak to, um, and that I feel I should speak to, and I try and speak to them mostly, mostly wife, behind me there. Um, probably don't do that as well as I should. Um, good um, key friends as well and stuff. So that that's the sort of stuff. But for me, being really sociable and stuff, I, I can be sociable. Like I, I can, and certainly do it uh, and have a great time and go parties and stuff. For me, that personally, for me, it's not that. I, I prefer a very, you know, very quiet, 
personal life. So, so let's let's think about so link link personal to sort of brain imbalance. So, like, what would you say in terms of like brain imbalance? What are some of the things that you've found useful or, or beneficial, or some of the things that you've added in in terms of that side? Uh, so I try to I try to read much as I can, um, but with that as well, I go through Pete's thoughts where I'll absolutely just devour books for a few just read a book every and then I'll go off it. But generally, I, I need something. Recently as well, I've been doing, doing the old Duolingo um, as a bit of a kind of substitute, I guess, because it, I guess like everybody, I'm, I'm hellish as well for going on my phone, going on Twitter and all that. And I think, well, I'm not going to stop myself from doing that because it's such a bad habit. It's a long-term habit. To almost accept that, but instead of that, so that time that I was wasting on that, I was trying to put it something a bit more decent. And so I think it was one of the so that, that helps me there. And it's just it's not overly taxing. So it helps me kind of it's not. I think you were saying it yesterday in that one. It's not about like totally switching off. It's just switching on to something else that's that's not the absolute horror show of social media. <laughs> that it's just doom and gloom, and we're all against it. Just something that seems like a thing, and it's that sort of thing. So yeah, watch sport and like. Quite happy to go and just watch whatever sports and things. So I guess I personal life, brain and all that. I was kind of thinking that's kind of what I do. My personal side of things. I'm quite happy. Because yeah. yeah. I I know we sort of discussed about like trying to to do things that you enjoy at night, and then you you've obviously off the back of that um, managed to sort of do a little bit of duolingo, playing pipes, guitar, things like that. Um, and I think that, and I remember you said this before, that when you get all your tasks done through the day at work and when you're sort of organized, when you know exactly what you get, you've got to do, then you can sort of switch off from that point. And yeah, like 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 I said, um, sort of in that Monday Momentum last night, it's like not about thinking about switching off. It's like, well, what can I switch onto? So things that give you energy rather than just sort of scrolling social media because people might see that as like switching off when... It's, you probably don't come out of that with more energy. It probably drains your energy. So now thinking about, like, well, what can I do that? What can I switch on to that's going to now give me energy? So whether it is Duolingo, Pipes, Guitar, whatever it is, they're just now some useful tools that allow you to do exactly that, uh, which is absolutely class. Um, and just so what I wanted to touch on just, just before we um, sort of finish is I remember that, so we obviously went through a, a dieting phase when you first came in. And then we got to a point where you were in, like you were probably the leanest that you've ever been. And at that point, how did you find that transition? Because obviously when you came, in, you came into the program, you're in a position of sort of pain um, in terms of like not being happy with your body. You wanted to lose body fat, you wanted to be fitter, all of those good things. And then we got to a point where obviously um, you'd got to that point and then it was no longer about the pain you were in. It was then about transitioning from that pain to now pleasure. So how did you find sort of going through that transition between losing body fat and then actually eating more food and focusing on like performance and, and just now energy levels and being able to, to show up as 
your best self each, each and every day, if that makes sense. I lean, lean as actor. I, I, I can't even remember what we're doing. Something ridiculous at 76 kilograms or something. Yes. Aye. So, so pain is also very, very accurate. Because that was, <laughs> that was hell. Absolute hell. Um, and going way back to something you were saying earlier about that push from those, I absolutely am certain that as much progress as I made on the physical side, all the other sides of my life, Suffer. I must have been just hellish to live around. Yeah. I can't even remember what calories it was. Ridiculous calories. Amazing, like, amazing progress of care. But by the end of it, I was dead. Like, I'm just failing. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. We've done that. We've got to that level. We've got to do that. Um, that transition was really hard to get my head around. Been at that so long, driven purely on spine as well. It wasn't like I had a target weight in mind. It's like I got to a point where my motivation was was genuinely like challenge myself, spite myself. It was like I, I was off the drink for months. Yeah. But you want to drink tea, well, you're not having it. So <laughs> that that was how I kind of motivated myself, which is probably not healthy, but that that's. Challenging myself is So then getting to a point where it was like, I know you, you can, and the difference in calories was almost like you can eat what you want, right? Because it was really, really difficult because in my head, it was very much like, well, I'm going to completely and utterly undo all of the progress that yeah. I've made because I think I was still even at that point. Focused so much on my weight, what what I was actually weighing, and how I was looking with that. So it's like, well, if I go up, eighty, I've completely ruined my progress. Not really understanding real. No, you can put on weight, and that's actually perfectly fine. Um, yeah. If it's the right weight, I guess this is the sort of thing that took me a while to get my head around. So that, and also. After we started building again, the whole maintenance stuff probably still bamboozled me, but still, even so, I can see now from previous times that we've been on maintenance where I know it works. There's still always that nagging of, ah, there's no way you can eat that many calories and stay the same way and be all right and still fit. No chance. I don't find that it works. There's either one. Um, so it is, it's a really, really, it's a really weird thing to get your head around that, that that's okay. Um, but then, I then you start seeing that. Then it's, it is things like in the gym, you're lifting way more than you ever were. So you're, that's, but then I think as well, obviously, anybody that works with you, it knows a very good in your progress. And, and I think, to me, that's been the, one of the biggest things. Learning to focus on what you look like rather than what the scales say. And I still fall for that kind of scales and think, oh, am I really that, that heavy? And, but then, yeah, you see your pictures and you see what you look like and think, I don't know, okay, I'm a lot heavier now than I was at that awful stage. Um, but looking better, but 
because it's the right way. Like it's a yeah. muscle, and it, and I'm fit, I'm strong, and it's that side of it rather than yeah, being seventy six kilograms of misery or whatever it was when I started ninety kilograms. I think it was when I started yeah. maybe just over ninety. Yeah, now over in about eighty, and it's a huge difference. Yeah. There's a massive difference in weight, but just the whole how I'm, how I'm looking, uh, how I feel on the rugby pitch as well, what a difference I feel there as well, which is, that is a huge thing for me, like, knowing that I can live on a Saturday when we actually have games um, and put in a big shift is it, massive. Not just because I know I've had a good game, but I look forward to the games more. I'm happy afterwards because I know I've had a good game and you're buzzing for it. And obviously, obviously, it's a team game. I know that. We all know that. It's a team result and all that. But knowing personally that you've had a good game, it's great. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And I think I remember at that point, like, I remember you, you kept wanting to get leaner. So when you were at the leanest, you kept wanting to get leaner and kept wanting to get leaner. And I remember at that point, I was like, right, we're, we're struggling six calories here. We've quite a high food focus. So at that point, that's what generally I call the shit zone. So at that point, that's when we sort of focus on, right, well, adding calories back in and then focusing on like this performance side of things. But like the difference in terms of like the, the leanness from when you first came in to that point was, was like a massive, massive difference. And I remember like, you were very driven, you were very motivated to, to go and get it done. And you were obviously doing a lot of exercise. You were on fairly low calories. So that's obviously how you, you managed to get to that place. But again, we went to that shit zone. So that's where we sort of flick the switch. We bring calories back up the way. And then you can see like from that point, it's, we've not really now gained a ton of fat or anything. It's now, it's all been muscle. It's been like good weight. And obviously there's, there's been the odd time where you've overeaten and things like that. But when you can, when you like, cause I know you mentioned how do I eat that many calories and still stay the same weight? Like as long as you're not taking the best and like not, not tracking or eating miles and miles over, like as long as you're within that sort of certain range, then, then it's very, very doable to be able to keep staying in a phenomenal shape. And again, that's where that sort of push and pull comes in. So we pushed in the physical side. That's where the, the sort of dieting phase was. And now we're in the performance side of things and you, you've got the sort of foundations that allows you to, to have that platform in which your energy is at an all-time high, your confidence is at an all-time high, and you just know exactly what you need to do um, to, to continue progressing. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. But it is a bit of a mindfuck in, in that sort of, right, we're gonna, we've gone from now being pretty restrictive in terms of food to now for eating eating more food and and driving things up the way. Um, I, I, I don't, don't mind. I mean, uh, this, so at the very, very start of the program, if I'd been told that I had to eat between, you know, it was like 2,200 and 2,500 is almost sort of maintenance calories. I've been told at the start that I had to res restrict myself to that. I think that's hellish. How, how am I going to manage that? Whereas after that, that period of, of really, yeah, I, every time I got leaner and got lower, I just really hate myself, hate myself even more, that doing more of From that, then going to 2,200, it's like, that's another meal, two meals. 
and they're like, oh, it's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, I, total mind fuck. But I guess that all kind of comes back to the stuff we were saying earlier. It's, I guess it's, it's kind of trusting trust it, but it only works, being honest, well, like, yeah. I also wouldn't have done that if it was, I wasn't really on top of it. I wasn't really like, um, either tracking the calories or the calories. I wasn't really committed to the workouts or something. But aye, it's, it's been a lot of work. I'm not going to deny it. Like, there's no denying that. Get out what you put in. Um, and thankfully, uh, yeah, I, I am I'm messed up enough that being driven on bike really, really works. I'm really <laughs> hating myself, really, really motivates myself. So that has been great. I don't know if everybody else can do that. I don't know if that's a tip for people to, <laughs> to hate yourself enough to do it. But um, I basically find the motivation, whatever motivation, find that. Yeah. Put in the work. And, and it does make it. It does. And, and absolutely, as you say, like what you get in, you put out um, 100%. Out energy levels now. Where, how how would you sort of rate them on a daily basis? Are they a lot higher than you when you sort of came in? Ah, yeah. There's still still days or weeks. Sometimes where a bit done in here, and there's other days where I'm absolutely bouncing off the ceilings. But on a whole, um, I yeah, to, totally getting up earlier. Uh, I'm going to bed earlier. But we wake up much earlier, even in the winter now when it's really dark. Um, still, some days I love a wee light, don't get me wrong, but, but on the whole, I, um, way, more, way more energy. And I guess it's, it's not that I'm absolutely full of being. I'm never going to be that person. But I can just tell, like, not having days where I'm very much falling asleep or, or just. No, when you're a bit kind of what, and you're just, I don't know, you're just a bit like spaced out. You're just not really, you have to read the same thing like three, four times and it's not sinking in. Like, I don't, I don't really have that anymore. I, like I've said already, I still have a moment, but I don't have that just an undercurrent being like irritable and, and grumpy. So I, I'd say all in all, much more energy. Love it. Cool. Final question from me is what advice would you give someone in the same place as you were when you came into the program now? Or another way to put it is what, what would you tell yourself when you were sort of coming into the program? What, what would you tell a younger version of yourself? Mm. You're going to hate it. <laughs> You're going to hate it for a spell, but I'll be fine. Um, no, I, I think from, from the experience of, of what I've been through, uh, biggest bit of advice I would give myself is um, don't, don't try and focus on anything too short term. Like, that's not, that's not what's going to have the impact. Like, obviously, there are certain things you can do, like, I want to run a that's not what I mean. Like, I don't mean don't come in thinking you're gonna smash something in a couple of months and that's gonna sort everything. 
oh, understand that it's, I guess it's, it's an investment in, in you and your time. If you're going to go in, I'd probably tell myself, uh, you just have to accept that you can't have beers every day and, and uh, be healthy. That's not going to happen. And same goes for any sort of, or any food, really. You just can't. You have to accept either you want to be in a better position mentally, physically, or you want to continue eating what you want, drinking what you want. That's the choice that you've got. Um, and, and I guess, really, under, I don't know, understanding what it is you're, you're actually wanting, I guess, is, is a big thing. Before, like we said at the start, for me, start off with I got in touch with you and everything because I thought, want to get physically fit. The more we've gone through this, the more started to understand that, that, that it's not what I'm, it's not why I'm still I, I could have stopped it. That's really what went. Yes, I understanding it's long term, understanding the, there are difficult balances you have to make sometimes, and uh, and really understanding what it is wanting to. How are you doing it? What's your, what's your aim? What, what's your reason for doing stuff? You get that. And I'm still working. I couldn't tell you this, but, but get a graph of that and then all the other stuff happens. It comes into play. Then you do your work because you know why you're doing your work You track your calories. You know why. And then you start to see the results. And then that feeds back into the world. But it all starts off with, yeah, just understanding your own motivations and mission. Love it. Love it. Perfect. There's no, I don't think there's a better way to round it off there. Perfect. Some man. You, you, <laughs> you've practiced that in the mirror plenty of times already. I, I've been rehearsing for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think, and again, like that, I know that, sort of that understanding of why because I remember a few months ago and um, you felt like you you were in a, a little bit of a place where you gained a little bit of body fat so we obviously went decided to go into a sort of six eight weeks sort of mini cut thing and um, and then I remember sort of three four weeks in you're like well I don't really know why I'm doing this and again it's just now having that understanding and just asking yourself better questions and just being able to sort of reflect and and get clear on right, well, wh why is it I actually now want to do this? What What's it all about? What does it mean to you? And just being able to now ask these questions and get clear on this stuff is is the stuff that you don't really think about when it's like, oh, I just want to lose a little bit of weight. But this is the stuff that um, yeah, makes a, a massive, massive different difference. So uh, yeah, Cam, thank you so much for coming on, for doing this. Um, I don't know if you'll be glad or not I, I don't know if you'll be glad or sad that it was that it wasn't live, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much, and uh, yeah, massively appreciate all the work that you've put in. It's a, like the results where you are right now is a testament to you, the time, the effort, the energy that you have put in, and uh, yeah, it's been incredible to see your growth over the last however long that is, uh, March twenty twenty one. I'd say it's been enjoyable. I would, I would, I would definitely agree. <laughs> uh, right, I will, I will catch you soon. Have a nice night, and I am um, speak to you soon. Cheers, bud.